0: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I appreciate you being with me this week for this session entitled "The Eight Steps Network Mar- The Eight Step Network Marketing Formula to Becoming a Millionaire: The Eight Step Network Marketing Millionaire Formula." Glad to have you. Network marketing is just a vehicle. It's just a vehicle. That's all it is. It's a vehicle to help us create uh, whatever income levels we're looking for. I believe network marketing is about wealth creation. It's about uh, giving average people with above average desire the opportunity to to achieve more than they ever dreamed possible. That's my belief. It always has been. It's not ever going to change. I tell people, look, you want to make a few hundred extra bucks a month, go sell hammers at the flea market and that's just my belief i believe it's an unbelievable opportunity uh as a franchise you know we could go out and buy a franchise and have success but there's tremendous investment and in capital and net worth requirements to invest in many franchises today network marketing gets average people with the above average desire the opportunity to achieve more than they ever dreamed possible with a very low initial financial investment. You know, I was doing a private webinar last night and I made the statement, you know, I invested $300, a 20-year-old snot-nosed kid got $300 together, uh, bought my distributor kit, bought my initial product order, uh, never put another nickel of my own money and that was actually borrowed money. But I never put another nickel of my money into this business model and made millions and millions of dollars. That's what it offers for people. And that means you as well. And there are eight specific steps to get from where you are to where you want to go. And I'm assuming that's becoming a millionaire. If it's not, it should be. Uh, I'll never forget, I heard it a thousand times, and then one day I really heard it, and it changed everything, because that's the day I decided, what are you talking about, Dale? I can remember doing honeydew in the backyard, I was in a place that I never even dreamed possible, uh, making over $200,000 a year if I never left my home, five qualifying legs that had spread all over the world great people, great leadership, uh, people teaching people, uh, duplicating every month, the fastest growing organization in the company at the time, and I had my Walkman on and I was listening to Jim Rohn while I was working in the yard, and he said something I heard him say a, a hundred times in his Take Charge of Your Life series, that's what I was listening to that day, And he said, everyone should strive to become a millionaire, not for the money, but for the person you will become in the process. Everyone should strive to become a millionaire, not for the money, but for the person you will become in the process. And ladies and gentlemen, that that really, that day, for whatever reason, maybe because I was tired, hot, and sweaty and been working, And I don't know why, but it hit me at a different level. And that day was the day that I decided that I'm going to become a millionaire in this profession. And it wasn't just a month after that that the opportunities came to me. Uh, Someone hired me to put together their distributor kit, their initial training, which led to uh, me going forward and, and creating... A multi-million dollar income so I know it's possible I know that that you can because I did and that's really where I come from with most podcasts and trainings that were that we communicate you know it, to me it's about financial independence it's about wealth generation and that's what we're gonna get into in this this particular session there's eight steps some of these steps you may not understand, you may not agree with, uh, and that's fine. That's fine, uh, you know. But I'm not—I'm never going to tell you what I think you want to hear, so I can sell you what I want to sell you. That's not where I live. I'm going to tell you what I honestly believe is—is is the path, and then you follow that path at whatever level you feel like you need—you need to, or can, or will—but Eventually, you always come back to the path. I mean, you, you will go down, you know, dead-end roads that you thought and were sold were shortcuts, but there ain't no shortcuts. not no shortcuts. If you're going to be a self-made millionaire in the network marketing profession, and that is available, I believe, to anybody that has a determination and the drive and the willingness to get on the right path and stay on the right path, stay on the interstate. Don't try to get off the interstate and go through shortcuts because you're going to get down the road and you're going to, my gosh, the bridge is out. The bridge is out. And the number of shortcuts that are being sold and have been sold in this profession for the last 15 to 20 years is overwhelming. It's just overwhelming. And the number of intelligent, smart people that bought the shortcuts. And we can talk. well, you got to have a blog, Dale. If you expect to be perceived as a network marketing professional, you have to position yourself as a network marketing professional. And professionals have blogs. And the number of people that spent time, energy, effort, money on blog training and blogging. And all they ended up with is a billboard in the middle of the desert is unbelievable. Believable, and that's just one thing. It just again, it's just been mind boggling for the last 20 years to sit back and see what shortcuts, dead end roads with bridges out. People have been sold. There ain't no foo foo dust, there's only wisdom of the ages, success principles that work for anybody that put them into action after they internalize them. But they have to become part of you. It can't be, oh, that's a cool quote. No, that quote, that wisdom, that reality must be part of who you are. And, and, and that's just the deal. Repetition is the mother of learning. So what happens a lot of times, people are missing wisdom uh, because they're spending time on fluff. They're missing wisdom because they have a desire to get more and more and more information. And they never stop and really think about, is this information really going to take me where I want to go? Or is there deeper, more insightful, more meaningful information for me? Is there more deep, deeper, more insightful information in the marketplace? Is there a clearer path? Can I find the Dagon interstate and get back on it and stay on it until I get to where my ultimate destination is? So with that, the eight trends, number one, the eight trends, the eight steps, number one, get in front of a trend. Get in front of a trend. The trend is your friend. And I know as I say this, there's a lot of people that are promoting different products and services that they believe in, but they are not in front of the trend. They're not in front of the trend. Get in front of the trend of the trend. I've talked about this for years and years and years. I believe in it. I think it's one of the missing links. I understand why most teachers, trainers, consultants in this industry don't want to talk about that because you eliminate 90, 90 95% of the people that are listening to your podcast because many are with good established companies with phenomenal products that are making a positive impact for customers but they're not in front of a trend. They're not in front of a trend. If you want to maximize your upside potential, get in front of the trend. I had to learn this the hard way. Uh, I was there in the very, very beginning when Herbalife started, but I was in love with my first company. Most people fall in love with their first network marketing company. Mine was Shackley. I believed in Shackley, believed in the products. Had a great customer base, great team, uh, and Herbalife kicked our butts. I missed it. If I had to do it over again, I would have probably missed it. Uh, I was there when the first RRSVP office was open with AL Williams in the state of Kentucky. Uh, I was there, I was at the first event. I knew they were going to kick butt and take names, buy term, invest the rest. Uh, I knew it. The leadership of Art Williams, uh, the group, the people, I knew it was going to be huge. But I couldn't pull the trigger. I couldn't pull the trigger. Uh, If I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't pull the trigger. Okay, but... I, so I understand, okay, and, and, what I, and I say that to say I'm not trying to upset you. I'm not trying to upset you. I hope that most of you listening to this develop millions of dollars in income, uh, everything that you were looking for, a legacy for your family, whatever you're involved with, that whatever company you're with, if you're with a great company with a solid track record and management and phenomenal products that – provide real value to the end user, then I'm going to support you every way I possibly can. However, there'll be some of you that will be listening to me right now. You know you're not with the right company right now. And and really, maybe it is the time for you to make a change. And that's up to you. It has nothing to do with me. It's up to you. You're not in front of a trend. Uh, the company's not well run. Uh, there'll be others of you that unfortunately are listening to me now, your company's not going to be here in a year or two years. If whatever, something's going to happen. it Happens a lot in this profession, unfortunately. Uh, maybe they end up merging with another company that has nothing to do with, you know, what they're doing now. There's all kinds of things and drama and things that happen in this profession. So for you, I'm, I'm for you, the, the people I'm describing now, or your company, for whatever reason. Is not here in a year or two. When you get ready to make the next move, whenever that is, you know, contact me. Say, Dale, what's what's the company in front of a trend? That, you know, if you were gonna, what, what would it be? Uh, send me an email, you know, Dale at mlmsuccess.com. Our MLM success podcast at gmail.com. Sorry, MLM success podcast at gmail.com. So, I'm looking for a trending company because for some of you, two years from now, you'll remember this podcast. You, you still have your dream financial independence. You're learning, you, you're developing the skill sets and mindsets. It's time to make a move. Whenever that hits you, get in front of a trend. Get in front of a trend, and unfortunately in this profession, there, you're, there's not always companies that are in front of a trend. Uh, but but at many times there are. So that's what I would tell you because the trend really can be your friend. You know, I kind of um, I'm going to spend more time on this than I had initially thought because it is it's 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 a it's a tough peel for people to swallow, and I respect that. I sincerely respect that uh but it it so is what it is. It just it 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 just is what it is. And you know, I'm not saying this is to upset people at all, but I, I tell you, I, this past week, I had somebody that was you know pitching something to me through text sending me all these messages. I hadn't talked to him in eight or nine years. Good guy. Uh, we worked with t- together eight or nine, ten years ago. And I said, look, I, I, I found the next Herbalife, and and we're going on and on, and I'm just hitting him, boom, fact, and he's coming up with some emotional response, fact, another emotional response, fact, another emotional response, fact, and and then I thought, well, all I'm doing is, all well, we're doing is wasting each other's time here, and uh, you know, so I started to get away from, you know, you know, I hope things are going well when. I'm in Florida. Maybe we can have a cup of coffee, you know, talk soon, trying to get off of that, which I, I, I try not to even get pulled into those conversations because it's pretty much what happens. Uh, but I knew this guy, and I like this guy a lot. He's a good hard up guy, and, and like I say, we worked together years ago. And then he, he, he didn't mean to, at least that's what my wife said. Don said, he didn't mean to offend you. I said, this is offending. Because he said, "Dale, you could sell uh, crap in a bag," and it it offended me, and I just didn't respond to him after that because I thought I could I can't sell diddly to anybody. I have no aptitude for sales, according to the uh, the, the multiple tests that I took when I was at IBM trying to get into the sales program. They told Mister mm-hmm. Calvert. We've never seen anybody have a lower aptitude for sales than you. And we're sure you'll find your path here at IBM, but sales is not going to be it. and Because I thought, you know, if I could get outside and work outside and not on this assembly line, maybe I could function. Uh, Maybe I could survive that corporate environment, that world. You know, but being on assembly line with a bunch of people that act like 12 year olds all day long was not going to work for me. And I tried everything in the world to get into sales and I have no sales aptitude. And I know that. And I re- and I realize that. But I also know if I if, if I have the facts to back my belief, I'm not afraid to communicate them. I, I'm not afraid to communicate when you know you're right then you can say whatever you want to say if you're if it's true, if you have the facts to back up what you're saying. And and, and it bothered me because I looked at at my career. You know, I started in 1980 with vitamins when nobody was taking vitamins, you know, uh, but it was a good move. All the research, everything that I could find, all the articles said we're not getting what we need from our food. You know, supplementation is going to be a huge trend. And this is a time when the only thing you could find at the grocery store was a -a one-a-day vitamin or Theragram M. And then, you know, in 1980, um, it was a good move. In the 1990, I I should have done it in 88. But in 1990, you know, I'm looking at the bottled water trend and water filtration, and it made all the sense in the world. So I got involved. You know, I missed it. For emotional reasons, two years, I got there two years too late, but at least I got there and was able to create a $10,000 a month income my first month and never made less and was had the fastest growing organization in the company. When we left, <coughs> why did we leave? Because it, it was about the time when Chromium, picolinate and Federal were hitting the market. And early, early, early. And people were losing weight, consuming pills. People were taking pills and lose weight. And we we made millions of dollars in front of that trend until the government outlawed Ephedra for about a year. And then they said, well, wasn't the, the products bought, it was, you know, the football player that didn't take as directed. He took a whole bottle before a game or whatever. And, you know, then they brought it back on the market. But at that time, I'd already sold my business, so it didn't matter. But, you know, in 2010, I bought the story from a guy that, you know, we're putting together in a group of investors, and we're going to buy every Piggly Wiggly grocery store across the United States, and people are going to be able to go into the grocery store and buy their Captain Crunch, and we get paid BV on it. And we got involved in that, the grocery delivery concept idea. Um, uh, because we believe the wrong people, but it did. But but the trend was the trend. I mean, I I saw all the research. I did everything. I knew the trend, and I was in front of it. Obviously, today at the time of this recording, you know, you pull up to most grocery stores, and they have curbside delivery, and a lot of grocery stores are now delivering. And it, we were way in front of it. You know, way back in 2010. You know, uh, the whole proximity marketing. Google Nearby technology business, you know, in 2017, way, way, way ahead of it, killing it, doing phenomenal, teams growing, everything's rolling. And then, you know, it wasn't the Google slap. It was the Google discontinuing this technology and there goes your business. So, you know, and, and that's been my track record throughout my career, finding the daggone trend. I mean, you know, Don and I did phenomenal with kindle publishing and hired writers from all over the world who wrote about things that we would never write about but they loved and hired them and hired our had the lady we still work with that does all our covers and and we still make money there but 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 kindle came in and and just basically messed over all the writers with the you know one-time monthly fee and Instead of selling books individually, it was like they can download unlimited books. I know those of you that are avid readers and, and are a member of that program love it, but it killed the authors. It killed that business. I mean, we could have created, I believe, a, a seven-figure a year business just on the path that we were on until the 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 platform changed, and and they usually do when you depend upon third-party platforms. I mean, so I've been in front of a lot of trends in my business career, FBA killed it with FBA. And, and now everybody and their brothers got an FBA product, but we, we killed it because of a lot of the contacts that we had sources for products, uh, here in the Atlanta area. And I could go on and on and on, you know, back in 1994, I bought. Dot com secrets or dot coms. For sale.com because I felt like at some point, in, you know, people are going to be flipping and selling internet-based businesses, not necessarily brick and mortar, and I believe that, and I had a very valuable domain name, .coms for sale.com, and that was before, uh, you know, that the popularity today is more popular than it's ever been, you know, but back then even, you know, I had three full-time people. We were doing nothing. They were doing nothing but building out websites. So we were selling and did extremely, extremely well. And, you know, again, that was before, uh, what's the platform that everybody's using to, to build websites on. I can't even think of it right now, but you guys, most of you know what I'm talking about. Um, that was way before all that. Uh, Orbitalk was the second webinar company in the world, which we invested, you know, a nearly a half a million dollars into that program and bought the, bought the business. And it was at a time when I had to explain to everybody what a webinar was. It was like, what's a webinar? Well, it's a conference call. Only you do it online and people can actually see your PowerPoint and see you while you're talking to them over the Internet. It was the coolest thing. You know, it was before Zoom and Go to webinar and everything else, and it's like, but so I, I believed in this. Is what I'm saying to you guys. I believe in it. Okay, I I profited from it. I've had a ton of losses as well, many losses. I mean, you know, you got to be a real idiot to let the dot coms for sale dot com website expire. And I did. I've had a lot of losses. Overtalk was a huge financial loss, huge, and I'll tell you that story someday you know, but you know, but my point is you gotta if you're in front of a trend your your upside potential is huge, so some right right now, some of you aren't in front of the trend, and that's okay that's that if you're not and you love what you're doing and you love your company and your upline and your product. I mean, you love it, then you should stay there and work hard. Work hard, for sure. No question about it. No question about it. However, however, your focus right now and your your team should be in developing the proper skill sets and mindsets wherever you are, wherever you are. Because in the future, if... You end up moving to another company. The skill sets and mindsets that you develop to build a team are transferable. They're transferable skill sets. So number one, get in front of a trend. Number two, decide to become self-educated. That you must become self-educated. You cannot do and build a network marketing team with the skill sets and probably more important, the mindsets. That you enter the profession with. It's ultimately, I don't, Dale. You don't understand, man. I was the number one car salesman in four dealerships. Dale, you don't understand. I've done this. I've done that. I, I own this. I own that. I ran a multi-million dollar whatever. Look, I, I, I understand. I res and respect. I respect your path. I sincerely respect it. Okay, but I can promise you. I can promise you that you cannot, this is a different ball game. You cannot you cannot build a sustainable business with the skill sets and mindsets you enter the industry with because ultimately it's not about your production. It's not about your production. It's about your leadership. Oh, but Dale, I'm a leader. I was I've always been a leader. I, I respect that. But network marketing leadership is different. It's different because more than likely you're a three percenter and 95% of the people that stay on your team are going to be 27 percenters. And, and the way you develop and bring a 27 percenter down the road is different than a 27% uh, than a 3 percenter. it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. And most people get involved in network marketing. They realize this too late and it's hard for them to change. And many six figure earners end up out of the profession in five years because they did not have this, what I call the leadership development paradigm shift quick enough. And if you if I'm bothering you, if this is upsetting you, then I'm going to give you the best advice for you that I can give you. And it's going to cost you, I think, about twenty bucks or something. MLMMasses.com Dot com. Dot com. Well, Dale, I don't even I'm not even going to listen to the rest of this podcast. Who do you think you are? Uh, you'll be back. That's fine. Bye, bye, bye. Don't let it hit you in the rear end on the way out the door. And I'm not trying to be rude or crude. It's guys. We have to. Uh, I'm. I'm just not trying to be rude or crude. I'm sincerely not. Um. Uh, I, I. I. There's nothing that bothers me more than seeing great people that have unbelievable upside potential come into this profession and leave it because we cannot afford to, to lose you. But I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. It ain't about you. It's not about you. What you enter the industry with may get it off the ground. But it's not about you. It's about developing the people on your team and helping them maximize their full upside potential and for you it's always work harder talk to more people get through more numbers which is a very valid concept but most people the start the start on the inner your team the start will stop most people so how do you deal with that Well Dale, I don't you just go do it. You just gotta want it. You just you just go do it, man. No, there's it's deeper. There there's it's deeper. There's DNA issues here. There's fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear what somebody else will think. There's fight, flight, or freeze. There's a lot going on in these people's minds. Yes, but Dale, they're so sharp, they're so credible, they communicate so well. I know, I know. They could do it if they just go to work. I know. I get that. But understand, there's there's self-limiting beliefs that as leadership, you have to help people work through it at whatever pace they're going to have to work through it. And... Most high performance people that come into this profession just don't have the patience, or the resources, the resources to get people plugged into, to help them break their own in- internal barriers, guys. And see, some of you listen to me say. <laughs> Dale, quit saying this, you know, because that you're talking about me, and you know that's you know you know Dale. Everybody that everybody that joins my team, I get them plugged into your gamification training system and your and your training club, and you know that's my secret sauce. So don't tell all these other people. Well, <laughs> that was the guy last week telling me that when everybody figures this out like me that are just high performance, strong people, strong leaders. But when, when they figure out that we can let you and the platforms and systems you have train our 27 percenters and, and then I can just continue to focus on finding other three percenters like me and how my business has tripled because of that. Uh, then everybody's going to be doing it, Dale. Everybody's going to be doing it, and 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 you know they they won't be going to all these these uh, weekend seminars where they forget ninety five percent of what they learn after they were there, and they're going to be. I mean, they're going to get the real stuff. They're going to get the real wisdom. They're going to they're going to even know how to internalize it through repetition, and. What's going to happen then? Then it's going to be better for all of us because I believe that the network marketing profession should be at the top of the entrepreneurial revolution that's happening around the world. I just believe it should be. It should be. It absolutely should be, but it's going to take a lot of us doing the right thing and understanding and getting down to where the rubber hits the road in understanding where we're strong, where we're not strong, but how we can help people, even if if that's not our expertise, if we don't really understand their thought process, but we find somebody that does and can help them through it. So the leadership development paradigm shift is the most critical shift that must happen for leaders. And it scares most leaders because most leaders understand it, but they really don't understand what to do with it or what to do with their 27 percenters. And that's why, you know, my whole thing is send them our way, send them our way. We're going to support you. We're going to help you. We're going to help you there through, you know, the training club and so on and so forth. Number three, find the right mentor. Find the right mentor. New skills sets and mindsets from the right mentorship is required. The wrong mentorship will take you out of the business because it will take your people out of the business. You know, I found this uh, meme from my friend Ron Henley. I love it. He said, a big part of becoming a great network marketer is unlearning a lot of the crap you were taught from people who didn't have a clue and what I've come to realize is there's a lot of high performance people that know what they know and they're good at it and they're skilled but where they don't have a clue where they haven't it really hasn't resonated in their brain is you know the whole concept of 70% of the people you're not going to be able to change no matter what It's just not going to happen. They're going to die broke. They're going to die with their music still in them. It's not going to change. Network marketing is not going to change it. You're not going to change it. All the training in the world is not going to change it. It is what it is. It's deep-seated programming. And unless they go on a heavy, heavy duty, forget the business, work on personal development, uh, and and only personal development pattern, it's not going to change. It's... uh, and high-performance people don't have time for that, then, but the 27% is the one that rip your guts out because they're good, honest, hard-working people. They come out, what do I need to do about this? Well, they have a lot of questions. They want to move forward. They look. They think there's some foo-foo dust out there that they haven't learned about yet. Ain't no foo-foo dust just proven wisdom of the age success principles that work for anyone that put them into action. But see, a lot of the high-performance people in this profession never really had to go through the process that most of the people on their team will. And so it's hard to take people through a process that you never had to go through. I've been through it. (laughs) I've been through it. Uh, I understand it. I understand it at a level that it haunts me. And that's what we try to do is help as many high-performance people as we can and support them and their teams. You know, there's so many people on your team right now. They're spending most of their time on YouTube and on wherever listening to people that still have a day job, trying to tell them how to build a business. And these people are that. Oh, what are they doing? They're trying to sell them what they want to tell them what they want to hear, so they can sell them what they want to sell them. That's the pattern. You and some of you know that. Many of you know that. And I'm not saying I don't have the products and services and, and training system for sale. I absolutely do. But I'm very sequential and, and, and very selective. And I want to give people the right information at the right time based upon where they are on their path. And that's why, you know, in the training club, we start from day one. You know, Adele, I've already heard this. Yeah, but knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. Hearing it is not benefiting and profiting from it. It's only when you put it into action. And we're we're in a culture and a world where people are just seeking out information. The more they're filling their minds with a lot of information and and the whole concept of just in time learning where, okay, I'm launching my business. What do I need to focus on, on right now during this launch period? And you know what? I probably don't need to worry too much about you know, X, Y, Z or CBS or FYG or whatever people just random information that I'm not saying is not valuable, but I'm saying it's not timely and it's not sequential. Sequential is the most important word that I will be talking about for the rest of my career because I know that you learn sequentially step by step, concept by concept. Everything builds upon the previous so, sequential is a very important word. I believe that the wrong mentorship and the access to so much random information is one of the reasons that the industry in the United States is in a state of dissipation. Network marketing sales in the U.S. have dropped two years in a row, first time in history the last couple of years. And we want to act like that's not true, but it is. And people think it's bad now. Uh, you know, we aren't even going to get into, you know, all the products listed for sale on eBay and everything else that people are having to deal with today. Uh, so it is what it is. And as a leader, if you've not really gone through the Webinar that we did—it's available free. The workshop—it uh, was called a critical message to network marketing leaders. Uh, it's worth your time. It's worth—and even if you've gone through it, it's worth your time again, because to move forward in the future as an industry, as a profession, we have to really understand our past, and we have to understand how did this profession get in a point of dissipation? How did that happen? Uh, DaleCalvert.com forward slash critical. You'll find it there. Step number four, you have to encourage your new team members to get their business launched as quick as possible. Get it launched. Get it launched. Get it off the ground. You have to have a specific launch process. This is what we do. And, And then see who's going to follow it. Most won't. 70% of the people that join your team, the start will stop, most of them. They talk to three or four people. They talk too much. The, the three or four people that they talk to, throw up on them, boom, and they're gone. They, they might hang around and be on your conference call so you can give them a high five every week, but they aren't doing the activities that will move their business forward because they never got it launched. The launch is the most important part as a leader, your responsibility is helping people get it launched. You know, A lot of you know the people that we're working with now. I mean, we teach, look, here's the launch process. Get 25 confirmed no's of people that watch this three-minute video as soon as you possibly can. If you can do it in 30 days, you're you're gold. If you can get it done with, you you must get it done within 90 days if you expect to ever get your business off the ground because we have a play one three-minute video that gets people's attention like boom, what, wow. How do I learn more? This is new. It's unique. I've never seen this before. It creates all the right emotions because it's true. And it's based upon science and facts and not rah, 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 rah. Let's all get rich. There's substance to it. The three minute video. And because of that, it attracts people with substance. It's real simple, isn't it? So as a leader, You've got to help people get their business launched as quick as possible, as fast as possible, uh, and go after, you know, what we're saying. Get 25 no's as soon as you possibly can. Not 5, not 10, not 12, 25, because if you get 25, you are going to have things going on with that particular video just because of a lot of other factors up briefly went over here. If you need help on launching, putting together a launching strategy for your Team, There's a webinar. It's free uh, workshop. You can access mlmhelp.com forward slash restart, R-E-S-T-A-R-T. That will give you some ideas, but it's important, guys. I'm talking about becoming the eight steps to becoming a millionaire, a millionaire in this business. We've gone through four of them. I'm going to get through these last ones very quickly because I got to get out of here. But number five is understanding your programming and limiting beliefs. You have to help people understand their programming and their limiting beliefs, their self-talk, the internal conversation, their programming. Pauline Hill told us what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Most people can't conceive anything, much less believe it. That's why when you get people started, the most important thing you can do before they even launch their business is helping them figure out why are they doing it. Until you know why, until they know why, the how doesn't matter. And many of you know we've taught 20 reasons top three for over 25 years and because it works. It's valid. It's valid you know people get involved they go out talk to three or four people and they're done they never take the time to think about man if i could get this thing built and i can get out of ibm i could go to hawaii one day and take all my family i could i could drive a new car because this company has a bonus car program and they never are able to believe past their box their box their mental box that they're in so helping people understanding their programming that's why we talk about as much about mindsets as we do skill sets if you need help there mlmsuccess.com forward slash story 74 you can listen to that online Success.com forward slash story 74 and you can also go to programmingyourmind.com we have some resources there available that will help you because guys you can neglect this and you can neglect it, but I, people that have ever worked with me will tell you that I work harder on helping them with their mindsets than I do their skill sets. The skill sets part simple; it's just numbers. It's just numbers. Mindsets are critical. As a leader, you cannot look past that. Number six: it's numbers. Get through the numbers is number six. Helping people develop a culture of organization of people that understand. X number of people contacted equals reasons fulfilled. There's not an organization I've ever worked with that can't quote that back. X number of contacts equals reasons, reasons fulfilled. Many of you have heard me talk about the Jim Rohn, how to build your network marketing business. It should be part of your tools. It should be one of the first tools that your people hear. Uh, and I tell people don't listen to it and memorize it. It's just a law, the law of averages. The birds are going to get some. But when seed takes root, the duplication factor is unbelievable. So that's step six. Develop a culture of numbers and that people understand it's a numbers game. It's not about convincing somebody or closing them to buy, sell, or join. Uh, it's about numbers. It's You're looking for the right person at the right time in their life. Number seven. Number seven is understand the goal is. To find three people a year that want it as bad as you do. Most people spend way too much time with the wrong people, not enough time with the right people. And if you find three people that want it as bad as you do in three years, you're a superstar. Not just in your company, but in the profession. That's how you win this game, guys. It's not difficult. It's emotional. There's a lot of fear that must be overcome. There's comfort zones that must be expanded, but that's it. That's it. Get in front of a trend. Decide to become self-educated, and I'm talking about skill sets and mindsets. Get plugged in with the right systems and mentor. Get it launched. You know, right now, and we're 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 saying, look, who do I who do I show this to, Dale? Here's the text you send to everybody in your phone. Uh, the ones that would attend your funeral, call them. I mean, and everything is an evolution based upon a lot of things, the marketplace culture, a lot of things, but you got to get it launched. Get it launched. Uh, Understand that most people are going to have major fear, self limiting beliefs. I don't care what their background is. The start stops most people. People have fear. They have to deal with the daggone fear. How do you deal with it? Understanding what it is. It's DNA, it's fight. Fight, flight, or freeze. It's built into our DNA as humans. And when we get uncomfortable, the natural reaction is fight, flight, or freeze. And you've got to get into this and understanding about how we are programmed as humans. You know, we you, I mean, there's good information, but this cannot be neglected. You know, this is really what the industry was originally founded on. It came out of the personal development movement, and we've kind of neglected it. We're in about hacks and funnels and you know, all this other crap that means nothing. You can have the best system in the world, but if people are afraid to implement it, what good do, What good is it? So you've got to work on mindsets and then get through the numbers. X number of people contacted, eagles, reasons fulfilled, and then your ultimate goal is fine. Number seven is find three people a year that want it as bad as you do. In three years, you're there. Now, here's another thing that we talk about in the training club and some of our advanced training, but something that people don't even talk about much today. And the real way way to become a network marketing millionaire is not to make a million dollars a year. What is a millionaire anyway? A millionaire has a million dollars in net worth. That's my definition. That's a millionaire, million dollar in assets, net worth. Not that they're making a million dollars a year. There's a lot of people making a million dollars a year and spending 1.2. So how do you really become a millionaire in network marketing? Well, here's my belief. Here's what we teach. Uh, A lot of people come in, they're making $6,200 a year in their job. When you get to $7,200, you can think about leaving your job. I'd really rather be a little bit more than that. And again, it depends on your job and your circumstances and a lot of other things. But ultimately, after you leave your job, what you want to do is pay off all your debts except your home. Pay off all your debts first. Every credit card, every installment loan, pay off all your debts. After all your debts are paid off, take a month or two, go through a toy stage. If you've had a car you've always wanted, a purse you've always wanted, a watch you've always wanted, and it really means something to you, then go through a toy stage. Take your family to Hawaii, to the Ritz-Carlton for two weeks. Go through a toys stage. What 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 traps people is they get in this toy stage and they stay in the toy stage and then they, you know, their upline, sideline went to Dubai. So they're going to go to Dubai and then when they went to the, and they try to keep up with the whole lifestyle facade that exists in this profession. And, you know, the number of people that I've seen that, you know, get to ten thousand dollars a month. They were living on six or seven thousand dollars a month most of their life. They get to ten thousand dollars a month and start fending, spending fourteen or fifteen thousand is it's scary, it's scary. Uh, and some of them, their upline says, so, well, "You got to buy yourself a new car." You know, their upline tries to get them in debt. Companies try to get people hooked into car program leases when they don't need to be. And a lot of you understand what I'm saying when I say that. So I'm not even going to go past that. But here's what I am going to say. Get out of debt. Pay off everything except your home. Then go through a toy stage. Then my recommendation is pay for your home. But they all want a new house. Pay for your home. It can become an asset that you can rent if you choose to. And once your home's paid for, then... Start putting your money in income-generating assets. That could be real estate. It could be a lot of different things. Uh, here's when you've made it. You've made it when you don't need the check from your company or any company to live a very comfortable lifestyle. Now, I can't say that enough. That's when you've made it. So once you're in that position and you're investing in income generating assets, then ultimately you want to be to a point where you just continue to develop income generating assets until, you know, you've got uh, a net worth of over a million dollars. And I'm going to share a couple of things just to end this up because you guys have been listening so long that I normally don't share but, but before I do, I will tell you, to if you have not studied Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Robert Kiyosaki's information, you need to. It's a requirement. All my kids, it's a requirement. All my kids have, have gone through that and read that and understand that material and done book reports on it. Uh, it should be part of every curriculum in every school in the United States but if it was there would be no workers <laughs> there would be nobody to, there would be nobody to manufacture the the junk that we want to spend our money on uh you know if, if if this that's why this type of stuff is not taught in school is my belief and I, I sincerely believe it but just let me i'm just going to share this so the the plan that i've just shared with you was absolutely 1000% it was my plan it was that, that was my plan. And, and I've shared it with many people that have followed the exact same plan. For me, here's what happened. Uh, at some point, I'm living in a gated community on the lake in my dream home, in my dream area. Uh, uh, you know, nice, nice 5,500 or so square foot home. Uh, huge bedroom walk-in closet nice office downstairs i'm looking out over the lake i've got my boat dock and my pontoon boat on the world's largest or the kentucky's largest man-made lake in kentucky and just nice just as comfortable as i can be i've got my a whole room with all my sports collectors collectibles and my baseball cards and cincinnati reds and. Kentucky Wildcat stuff, got a whole room for that, Uh, all the room we need, loving it. Uh, So once that's done, then then what's the next move? Income generating assets. So I had cash to buy a beach house in North Carolina and a ball retreat in Pigeon Forge Tennessee somewhere up in the mountains, so I could go and just in the fall when the leaves are changing It's beautiful up there and just go to a nice mountain retreat So in the summer I can spend a month or two on the beach in the fall The winters are the falls in Tennessee And then the rest of the time have a property management company already have them defined they can rent out the the, the 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 homes and it would be positive cash flow because I was paying cash for both of them and it would be positive cash flow that we could then save to invest in more income generating properties. Done. Cash was there. Over 800000 Uh, I'm going to have two nice homes back then. One on the beach, one in the mountains. And scheduling uh, a trip to the mountains to go look at some rental properties that were for sale that had positive rental cash flow that, you know, again, we could control and book out in June and July or whatever. And you know, scheduling the time and my wife and I'm not blaming her at all when I say this, but my wife at the time said, you know, Dale, I would really like to get a little bit closer to Lexington because that's where our, our kids are in private school in Lexington. And, you know, I would really love a small farm with some acreage or well, maybe we could have some horses. And, That conversation, you know, I sit back and I think about, and you know, obviously, if that's what she wanted, then that's what she should have. I never, because she rode horses a lot as a child, and she kind of wanted to have the horses and get the, get the girls involved in hunter hunting, run the jumper hunter, jump, whatever they I can't even remember what they're called now, hunter jumpers, and it's like okay well we can we can find a you know a small farm uh 10 acres or so in kentucky and do that and sell this place and do that and then just buy one uh just buy at the beach now and then we'll just use the same plan then buy in the mountains and then just keep you know moving forward income generating assets so that's fair didn't have a major problem with it. I mean, my heart was kind of broken because for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, years, my dream was living where I was living on the lake with the pontoon boat. And I thought that was kind of hers as well. So get clear with your spouse. And. So long story short, we looked at a lot of farms in central Kentucky and multiple different problems, multiple different challenges. Some of them down real old crookedy roads, beautiful places, but hazardous to get to. And at that time we had, you know, three daughters at some point are going to get their driver's license. So we're trying to think about a lot of different things. And then we had a realtor called us, and they said, oh, my gosh. He said, Dale, we have found the perfect place to build a house. Perfect. And where is it? Oh, my gosh, that does sound like perfect. Because it's right between Lexington and Georgetown, Georgetown being where the office is from, right in the middle. Beautiful, beautiful piece of property next to the Kentucky Horse Park, some of it in that area. And I thought, well, I don't want to build. I don't have time to build. We don't have time to build. But we've always thought about maybe building one day. And so we went and looked at the property. And it's like, oh, my gosh. This is perfect. It really is. How much is it? Well, it was $1.2 Dale. But how many acres is this? It was 106 acres how much is it it's 800,000 within a week i was sitting in my office writing a check for eight hundred thousand dollars for this piece of property all right so now we got to build see so if you're going to build what are you going to build well if you're going to build you might as well build your dream home and at that time you know making well over uh three hundred thousand dollars a month so and, and no debt at all and can easily you know how long is it going to take to build this what's well, going to be two years okay well two years what's 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 it going to be uh it'll be you know came in uh this home would be two million dollars okay well in two years two million dollars It'll be paid for when it's built. Uh, that was the whole idea. So we, well, we're going to do it. Let's do it. Let's let's do it and do it right. So let's put a lake in the back. Let's build a man-made lake. Okay. Well, that's going to be that'll be another uh, three hundred thousand. Okay. Well, let's do that. So. First thing, huge man made lake in the back of it. Gorgeous, beautiful, awesome. 320 some thousand. Okay, we're still fine. Um, Then I'm in Las Vegas and I was doing an event out there, and the, the biggest downpour of rain in the history of the state of Kentucky hit. Our area, while we were in Las Vegas, when we got back, you literally uh, could not get couldn't get home because every major road was flooded. So we had to stay in a hotel for a couple of days just until the water settled, just to be able to get back to uh, our house on the lake where we lived at the time, while we were you know starting to build this other home. Well, we come out, and and the next day we go out to the to the building site, and the lake, there's nothing in it. And what had happened? It rained so much that the water tables came up through the 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 lake, the bed of the lake, and busted through, and it drained like a bathtub. So. That's a problem in Kentucky. It's, it's, I mean, there's limestone quarries under the ground that can go for miles and miles and miles, and it's a problem that, come to find out, was you know was possible, but it would probably never happen, other than the fact that we had the the most rainfall over the shortest period of time in the history of the state of Kentucky. So it was another. 200 and some thousand to find somebody that could basically s- stuff the bathtub. <laughs> the, the, the Literally uh, <sighs> pouring s- cement, trucks full of cement into the hose that had popped through the bottom of the lake. I could go on and 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 on, but I won't. But the point being that the house ended up being twice what we had anticipated. Um... And, you know, we lived there seven phenomenal years. My my daughters grew up there. It was phenomenal. But the month after we moved in, the company that we were with blew up. Blew up. And there was over half a million dollars spent on court costs. And I could go on and on and on and on, and I'm not going to, but it blew up. And life happens. Life happens. You never know. And for me, I'm not one of these guys who are going, to, because my whole life is like, well, this happened, that. I don't get into all that because I don't care. I sincerely don't care. People that know me know, give me a lean-to in warm weather. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I mean, I started in a little 600-square-foot home living, you know, a little 600-square-foot four-room home. I was happy there as I am anywhere I've ever lived in my life. I don't need a five-star hotel. I mean, I've I, I, back in the day, I mean, I've stayed in such terrible hotels when I was – traveling in, and in different businesses i mean i it doesn't affect me i don't I, I it just doesn't mean anything to me because uh for me it's about being in a situation where you don't need the check from your company to live a comfortable life and the most important things in my life are not things they're people uh and you know but that's it, it always has been, it always will be, but, you know, life happens, you know, you end up going through a divorce, uh, there goes half your, at least half of your of your wealth, but that's fine, and I, didn't, I didn't challenge anything, whatever you want, whatever you want, doesn't matter to me, didn't matter, the stuff doesn't matter, the kids matter, grandkids matter, my parents matter. There's, I know what matters, but I'm just saying all this, guys, to say life happens, and we don't always know how things are going to be. And as you follow, if you as you go down this path, as you go down this path, don't get caught in the toy stage. You know, we didn't have to build a 17,000 square foot home. Uh, You know, with six bedrooms, seven baths, an elevator, uh, uh, beautiful pool, hot tub. We didn't have to do that. But if you're going to do it, it's like, let's do it. Let's just do it. And and I wouldn't change that. But uh, but I am saying there's things that happen that you don't. I mean, I didn't know the thing was going to blow up. I had no idea that the chief accountant. For the company was going to say, Dale, I need to talk to you and say, look, you know, we're using this month's sales to pay last month's commission checks. And, you know, financially, this is not, you know, yeah, we're doing huge business, but look, I'm afraid we're not going to be able to pay our distributors. You're not going to be able to pay my team. Then something has to, has to, it has, we have to make a move right now, and, you know, World War III was started. I had no idea that was going to happen, but it did. It did. So a wise person learns from their own mistakes. A really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. I've made a lot of mistakes in my career, in my business life. And the value that I can provide is just hope that you won't make them. Hope that you don't make them. And so I'm going to be as open and as authentic as I possibly can at all times. I usually don't do this in a public, you know, I don't have this depth of conversation, you know, for the world to hear. But today I felt like it might speak to somebody. So... I appreciate you listening. You guys have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. I'm going to end this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast now and wish and hope that something that you heard today will make a huge impact, positive impact for you the rest of your career. I believe you can become a network marketing millionaire I just believe it. If that's your goal, and if you're in this profession, then I believe it should be. Have a great week. This is Dale Calvert. I'll talk to you next week on another session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.